This is another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. Like, bro, are you finally happy now? Those are the words of one of the owners, (laughs) Ferris, as I came off the stage at the last night of my shows in Lethbridge. I was doing well while I was out there, but I just, every night, just didn't feel like I was doing well enough. To the surprise of the owners, as they thought that the shows were magnificent. I guess the real issue was that not the shows that I was having in Lethbridge, but that the fear I had for the future. When I went back to Edmonton, I ended up suffering a lot of severe anxiety, not just your regular type that, uh, makes you grab a drink at the bar. It's that crippling, can't get out of bed, canceling every single appointment or meeting or show that you can afford to cancel as long as it didn't destroy your monthly income. I didn't know what was wrong. Couldn't figure it out. Usually when something like this is happening with me, it means it's time for a good old spiritual reset. And that means drugs. Oh, yes. Good drugs. Mushrooms. Mushrooms are something for me uh, like a spiritual cleanse, like a little like a almost like a spiritual wash. I mean, cleanse and wash are the same word, but (laughs) I had a pretty moment. (laughs) Anyways, I decided that I was something wrong inside of me and I needed some mushrooms. So I had some shows coming up in the BC Northern area. And out there, I figured it would be the perfect time to do some mushrooms. Whenever I take a mushroom trip, right before I end up in mushroom world, as I like to call it, I always go in with the intent of using the mushrooms like a tool. See, I always kind of believed that mushrooms were a tool, but like the side effect was like, wee! So while you're having so much of a good time, you kind of forget what the purpose of it is for. And what that purpose? I don't know. It could be finding something out or pretty much figuring out stuff with inside yourself. And since I was dealing with so much anxiety, I figured these mushrooms would be able to help me figure things out. Before I entered the mushroom world, (laughs) as I call it, I decided to ask the questions. What is wrong with me? Why am I like this? And can you help me be funny for Los Angeles? Because let's be real. That would never left my mind. Now, when I'm on mushrooms and in the mushroom world, shit got intense. I took six grams. For anybody who's never done mushrooms, six grams is like drinking a two-four in an hour. It's fucking crazy. But, goddamn, is it a good time. The mushrooms let you get real deep inside of yourself. It's almost like when you get into liftoff, you just feel this intense pressure. 
And then when it removes from your chest, boom, colors are different. Things are wavy. Oh, yeah, Mushroom World. While I was in Mushroom World, I just remember the answers that I was asking the, the, the questions to earlier spilling out of my mouth. And what came to me was, you don't need anything more than what you've already have to go and be funny. You are the funny. Trust in yourself. Just be yourself. And as for the anxiety, stop worrying about the future. Stop worrying about things you can't change. You're worried about going to L.A. and failing. And so you're making it seem as if you worrying about it will change something. It's like, let that shit go. So now when I came back off my mushroom trip, I knew the answers. The thing about mushrooms is they give you the answers only once and they need to tell you that shit again so i definitely made sure to keep this knowledge with me when i headed back to edmonton i had more shows to go i'm trying to just maximize as many shows as possible before i leave because well money's tight now i don't even know how to fuck i'm gonna pay these bills but shit's gotta happen and one of the shows that i went to something fun happened I had a uh, small show on a Wednesday night, thanks to friend Jim Kerr, at a nice little spot called The Station in Edmonton on Jasper Ave. Got on stage, small crowd, which is typical of a summertime crowd, 12 people, and me sitting there with my message from the mushrooms. Trust yourself. You are the funny. With a handful of written new jokes and even less (laughs) of a handful of a crowd. I just started to do my thing. Be honest. Talk about myself. Talk about shit that's passionate to me and something that means stuff to me. Not typically I wouldn't usually do it like this because, you know, never really thought anybody would care. But the response from the crowd was something that I would never have expected. Each individual liked at least one joke (laughs) that meant something to them, that was personal to them, that was special for them. And they didn't think anything of it as being a new set or new jokes. They thought it was my actual raw set. For anybody understanding not not understanding when a comedian does uh, run some new material for the first time, it's very clunky and very not well put together. It's not seamless and clean like how you see when recording a special. So to get the compliment that they thought that they felt like it was something so intense that it triggered something in them in an emotional way that it was positive, I was shocked. I ended up talking at the bar with a few of the people, and they actually even tipped me. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The fact that people went out of their way to tip me in a 12-people show meant a lot for me. In fact, it actually was overwhelming at one point, not because of the money, just because of the kind gesture. Because for a long time, I had forgotten 
that there's people out there who could see the value in myself that I oftentimes forget to see in my own self. And so to have that moment was a lot. In fact, I decided to even keep the money from the tips and I put them in an envelope and I'm carrying that envelope with me when I go to LA and everywhere I go, I keep that envelope with me to remind me anytime you get nervous or think that you're not ready or that you have imposter syndrome or that you're not qualified, you just look at that envelope and know that there's people out there, strangers who seen you and see you to be the star that you forget that you are sometimes. I decided to uh, hit as many stages as I can and do as many podcasts and shit to try to get myself ready for the sh- for before I leave out for Los Angeles. So Saturday, May 28th, I decided to have a fundraiser show. <laughs> well, I mean, not really that I decided. Let's more say that uh, the promoter, an infamous promoter, DJ Invincible, in Edmonton wanted to fill a night. I decided to call it the fundraiser show because, well, shit, I didn't know what else to call it. But I did figure I needed a few more ducats before I hit the road. So why not tell it it's a fundraiser? See, the problem with doing comedy shows on a Saturday in the summertime is nobody wants to fucking go. It's 8 o'clock and the sun's out and nobody's trying to come in. So you got to try to find some kind of hokey-dokey way to attach some kind of meaning to why the fuck people should even care to come out of their houses. And mine is guilt-tripping them that if they don't support me now and I happen to be famous, that they'll end up being on the short end stick of my favor. (laughs) Yeah, I swear it's slightly, slightly less higher than begging these fundraiser shows. God knows, sometimes I wish I would rather panhandle on the street corner rather than end up doing these goddamn fundraiser shows. But Lord knows I probably end up still doing the same set on the street corner that I would in the bar. But let's also be honest, I probably would have made more on that street corner. I don't know what's going to happen at the show on Saturday, but let's just say the hopes aren't high. I definitely am glad I took that spiritual cleanse, as I call it, or an overdose on drugs, as others may call it, because it allowed me to really reset the old spiritual clock. I don't know if people know what the term angel numbers mean, but I've been seeing a lot in them shits, and it is wild. I wonder if it's real. I hope it's real. Well. One thing I do know is real is that clock is ticking. Material needs to be put together. Clothes need to be washed. You know, bills need to be paid. And uh, shit needs to get put together. Because I'm leaving for Los Angeles on June 7th. I don't know how it's going to go down. But I'm going to keep you guys posted. I got another week in the city before I leave. 
So this weekend, we have some more shows to do. I don't know how they're going to go, but I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to cut this one short because it's about five o'clock in the morning and I am definitely tripping balls on mushrooms. Until the next time, good days and better nights. Yeah.